Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, hi. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It's the 11th of January, 2024. Daniel Pedigree back with you, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, 1300 01 1170, our open line number, or you can text 0457736736. That's all before breakfast with Trent Coatland, Jaleesa Apps coming up in an hour's time. Big show for us, though, between now and the breakfast show with Copes and Jaleesa. Going to have a chat with Chris Perkins very, very soon. And after a couple of weeks break, we continue to try and find him an NRL team. So if you're new to this feature or you're new to the show, Chris Perkins, our American correspondent, comes on a couple of times a week, has been part of the SEN family for many, many years Prefers AFL, has an AFL team, his AFL team is Collingwood. We are trying to get him a rugby league team. He watched the grand final last year, he loved it, and he wants a team to support. So far, the candidates, the Tigers, the Bulldogs, the Dolphins are manly. Today, we look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So, if you are a Souths fan, 0457 736 736 or the open line, one 1170 If you're a Souths fan, why did you become a Souths fan? What's so good about being a South Sydney Rabbitohs fans, a fan? If you're not a Rabbitohs fan, give me some pros and cons of being a Souths fan. I'm expecting a few Roosters fans probably to text in over the course of the next hour, but everyone welcome. Souths fans, firstly, why'd you become a Souths fan? Convince Chris to become a Rabbitohs fan in 2024 and beyond. But for listeners who aren't South Sydney fans, give us some pros and cons as to why you would be a South Sydney fan or why he shouldn't be a South Sydney fan. 0457 736 736, our text number, 1300 01 1170, our open line number. You have about half an hour to get those texts in as well. You've got plenty of time to get those text messages in. We'll do that in the second part of our chat with Chris Perkins, but get them coming in now. South fans, why are you South fan? What made you become a South fan? What's so good about being a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan? Other fans, give us some pros and cons of being a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan for Chris. 0457 736 736, our text number, or 1300 01 1170. You're going to be very intrigued to see if he picks South Sydney as a candidate. We'll get to that a little later on, but to get those texts coming in now, let's get to some of the news of the day. At three minutes past five in New South Wales, three minutes past four in Queensland. And we will start with cricket, and we've been talking about it yesterday. We spoke about it on Tuesday morning. We spoke about it with Matty Cox yesterday, host of Tradies News in Melbourne, but it has been declared that Steve Smith will open the batting next week in the first test against the West Indies after the squad was named. And head of national selectors George Bailey has denied suggestions that Cameron Bancroft has been blacklisted from returning to Australia's squad after his latest snub. Um, an SEN commentator, Adam White, has reported that Pat Cummins, Captain Pat Cummins, stepped in 
to assure Bancroft the rumour was untrue. And we've got Paul Dennett in the studio tomorrow, and we'll have a further chat with him about this tomorrow. But Bancroft, who is the highest run scorer in the Sheffield Shield of the past two seasons, was again on Wednesday left off a 13-player list to play the first test against the West Indies. Instead, Steve Smith was confirmed as Australia's opening replacement for Dave Warner, while Cameron, Bean, uh, Cameron Green will bat at number four, and Matthew Renshaw is a backup. Um, very, very interesting. Ben Tippett, uh, Bancroft's manager, told SEN Sports Day uh, last night he's gone through a whole range of emotions. Yesterday, he was really upset. Disappointed is probably more the feeling. Today, he might be a bit angry, but he's such a positive bloke. Uh, he also um, added, uh, Tom Moody, sorry, also added uh, that his first-class numbers are so compelling against his peers, it feels that there is another agenda which I hope was communicated to him honestly. However, as I said, SEN hosting commentator Adam White reported, and I saw this uh, last night before I went to bed, Pat Cummins actually rang Bancroft on Wednesday to make it clear his non-selection in the test squad had nothing to do with sandpaper, the sandpaper saga or any subsequent comments made around the issue. And Bailey strongly refuted the suggestion when asked on Wednesday. He says there's no issue between the players and Bancroft. And I've shared this with Cameron on a number of occasions. It's never been discussed from the panel's perspective. It's purely a cricketing decision. He added there's not a member of the team who would have an issue with Cam playing. We certainly don't have an issue with it. And then he went on to say he thinks a lot of people forget uh, that Cam's actually played test cricket since returning from the ban. What do you make of it all? 0457 736 736 or open line is 1300 01 1170. The Australian test squad, if you have missed it. Uh, Pat Cohen's captain, Scott Boland, into the squad. Alex Carey, Cam Green, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Usman Kawaja, Marnus Lubbershane, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Matt Renshaw, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark. Did they get it right or did they get it wrong? The, the overwhelming feel I got from your text yesterday, and I'm happy to have them again this morning and calls, is that you don't believe that Steve Smith will succeed at the top of the order and think that maybe one of Cam Bancroft, Marcus Harris, sort of the forgotten man in all of this as well, Matt Renshaw should be given the opportunity ahead of Steve Smith. Do you disagree, though? 0457 736 736, our text number. Open line 1300 01 1170. Did they get it right? Have they got it right with Steve Smith opening the batting against the West Indies? And I suppose the other thing, and we'll ask, we'll talk to Paul about this tomorrow morning when he joins me in the studio, but I suppose the other thing about it is you would suspect Steve Smith will probably succeed at the top of the order to an extent against this West Indies side when they play their two test matches starting next week. But I don't think we're going to get a clear-cut answer. I suppose it's only if he fails, and even then, do you give him longer than two test matches? You'd think they probably would, but we'll have to wait and see. But if he does succeed, which obviously everyone hopes he does, but if he does, still uh, got New Zealand away next month, at the end of next month, early March, and then India and England in two successive summers. Very interesting. Did they get it right? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 0457 736 736? Big bash last night. The Heat have beaten the Scorchers to lock up top spot on the ladder and seal two home finals on the back of a stunning all-round performance from Michael Nisa at the Gabba. Nisa finished with 64 runs from 30 balls 
Uh, to go with the figures of two for 31 and a brilliant catch in a man-of-the-match display, the Scorchers made 168 all out from their 20 overs in reply to the Brisbane Heat, six for 191. So well done to the Heat. Well done to Michael Nisa. Uh, saw a bit of this this morning, 64 of 30 balls. Uh, so the Heat home finals. But I think I'm pretty sure in saying that they won't be played at the Gabba. Uh, but I'll just clarify that. But there was a bit of talk around about that a couple of weeks ago. But the Heat still playing very, very good cricket. If you were there at the match last night, if you're listening in Queensland, obviously you'd be up nice and early this morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Tennis, we're only, what, 72 hours away from the start of the Australian Open. And as mentioned with Manny Cox yesterday, it is a Sunday start. The first time the Australian Open has started on a Sunday, traditionally on a Monday, but it'll be starting on Sunday. And Alex Demonor, who is the great hope on the men's side for Australia, says the sky is the limit after he claimed his fourth top 10 scalp in just 10 days with a charity match victory over Carlos Alcaraz on uh, last night. He continued his blistering form in front of a packed Rod Laver Arena crowd as he claimed a 6-4-5-7-10-3 victory, his first win over the Spanish star, albeit in an unofficial encounter. Uh, he said after the match, we'll just have to wait and see. I heard a pretty good quote. How big would you dream if you knew you couldn't fail? That's been the motto. I'm pushing myself every day, and hopefully the sky's the limit, Demonor said after the match. I'm extremely happy. My level is in a good spot coming into Melbourne. 2024 has been very good to me. Hopefully I can keep it going. Going to be very interesting to see how Alex Demonor goes. And as I've said a few times this week, if he can, even if he can get into the second week, I mean, if he can go all the way, that would be fantastic. But even if he could get into the second week, the interest in him will be sky high and the Australian Open will gain more interest. We'll see how he goes. Uh, of course, has to get through his first round. And, of course, the Australian Open getting underway on Sunday, as I say, in about 72 hours' time. And one more before a break to your text and also Chris Perkins and your calls. Interested to hear from Tigers fans this morning. Um, and how are you feeling? I saw a tweet uh, yesterday afternoon about how since Christmas they don't recognise this club and they're happy about it. Now, again... We don't know what's going to happen on the field when the season gets underway in seven weeks' time. But there has been changes. We saw the departure of Scott Fulton on Tuesday. Um, and there are more changes coming. Now, Shane Richardson was on breakfast here last week with Jimmy Smith and Michael Cariana saying they will be making some changes. Scott Fulton, one of them. But he's also said there will be more changes over the next 30 or 40 days. And the departure of Scott Fulton is just one of them. And he said, we've made a few changes in how we want to move forward as a club. Scott's not the only change we've made, and it's nothing to do with Scott. It's just that I won't require a recruitment manager as such. It's a structure I've put in place for the long term of the club. He went on to say it's unfortunate that Scott doesn't fit into that, but it's nothing to do with him as a person or an operator. It's just a different way we're going to be doing a lot of things in football. And he has admitted there will be more changes to come. There are decisions I hate making, but for the betterment of the club, we've got to make calls on what the structure looks like commercially and on the football side, and that's what I've been employed to do. So we'll do that over the next period of time. So Tigers fans, more changes coming. What they are, we'll have to wait and see. How are you feeling about the prospects of your season this year? Of course, Jerome Lawai is still 12 months away in 2025, but 
surely a little more confident than you were two, three, four, five months ago, particularly at the end of last season. How do you see the Tigers doing this year? New coach, Benji Marshall, basically a new board. The hope with Jerome Luai coming in uh, 12 months' time. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Tigers fans, rugby league fans, happy to hear from you on that. So that's just some of what is on our agenda on this Thursday morning. Souths fans. Convince Chris to become a uh, Chris Perkins, who we're going to speak to after the break, to become a South Sydney fan. Why did you become a South fan? What's so good about being a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan? If you're not a South fan, give us some pros and cons to convince Chris why or why he shouldn't put South Sydney as a candidate to be a supporter of in 2024 and beyond. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Cricket, did they get it right? Have they named the squad right? Do you agree with Cameron Bancroft missing out? Do you agree with Steve Smith being at the top of the order? 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. And the Tigers, are you more optimistic about their season now? Shane Richardson says there's more changes that are going to come in over the course of the next 30 or 40 days. Are you more optimistic? We're just going to wait and see how it all plays out. one 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. Any questions for Chris Perkins as well, get them in because we're going to have a chat with him. On the other side of this, it's 13 and a half past five in New South Wales, 13 and a half past four in Queensland. Yeah, good to have your company. 17, almost 18 past five in New South Wales, 18 past four in Queensland. Chris Perkins in just a sec. Before that, a couple of texts, 0457 736 736 on the cricket. This from Brett says, Morning, Dan. Would the selectors pick Steve Smith as an opener if we were playing a test series against India or England? And that kind of my point. We'll speak to Paul Dennett about it tomorrow morning. And, of course, the next two summers are India then England. Uh, playing the West Indies is an ideal trial for the other three candidates. The excuse Bancroft has had chances before can be nullified by how many chances was Mitch Marsh given and in time has turned out a winner. Great show. Thank you for the text. Thanks, Brett. Thank you for the text. Interesting. Uh, I yeah, And I'll be intrigued to see what Paul Dennett says tomorrow morning when we get him in the studio. I, I, I don't know if they've got this right. Time will tell, um, but I still don't know if we're going to know really uh, through just this West Indies series, one way or another. Uh, this one from the Yeovil Treeman. Hi, Dan. Smith averages 106 when coming into bat before the end of the second over. Averages 67 batting, number three, compared to a career average of 58. Arguably better credentials than anyone to succeed at opener. Seemed clear that selectors really wanted Green in the batting lineup, so Smith putting his hand up to open made that decision easier. I'm excited to see how this new lineup goes. That from the Oval Treatment. So that's on the flip side of things. Yes, it will be interesting. And I think Michael Cariana said it yesterday on the breakfast show that I think what it does do is add more interest in this West India series, which I think a lot of people thought might be, Dull's probably not the right word for it, but probably pretty one-sided. That may still be the case, but it's still going to be very interesting now to watch this new batting lineup with Smith at the top of the order, Cam Green at four. What do you reckon? Did they get it right? 0457 736 736, our text number, 1300 01 1170. Tigers fans and rugby league fans in general, 
How are you feeling about the Tigers? Are you more optimistic about their season coming up this year? Shane Richardson has said over the next 30 or 40 days there will be more changes on the back of the ones already made. How do you think they're going to go this year? Are you more optimistic or are you just waiting around to see what happens? Letting the season start before you make that call. And any questions for Chris Perkins, who we're going to speak to right now. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. On the line from America is Chris Perkins. Morning to you, Chris. Where do we find you this morning? Well, good morning. I'm on the Turner Turnpike between Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Okay. You do get around, don't you? I do. I've been out in the... I was out in West Texas yesterday. Well, had a pickup in the in the Panhandle, southwest of Amarillo. Mm. Stayed in Amarillo last night. Now I'm headed to uh, uh, southwest Missouri, where I'm going to hand this load off to somebody else. Should have played that song. You should have told me that. We could have played a song for uh, that. But no, very nice. You get around. You're very, very yeah. good. I must tell you, Chris, I'm talking to you under a lot of distress. Well, no, I'm not. It's actually, I'm fine. But the air conditioning in this studio is not currently working. Um, so that is a bit annoying. It's about Ooh. 20. Uh, it's not 29 in Sydney at the moment, but it is heading for a top of 29, which is not overly hot, uh, but in a pretty small room, no oh. air conditioning. So I'm thinking when the breakfast show uh, starts, we'll open the doors because it is quite quite warm. But yeah, it's, get, so I, I, it's hard get work one of those big, get, get one of those big industrial fans, but 29 today mm. in Sydney sounds rather reasonable for January. It actually hasn't been uh, that uh, in Sydney. It uh, hasn't been that warm. Uh, into what well, has been warm, but haven't had any real hot days. Twenty nine degrees in Sydney today. Looking for a shower or two for Brisbane. Top of thirty degrees um, and partly cloudy. So warm, uh, but not too hot. However, in the studio at the moment, hot. Uh, now, big big weekend of football coming up. Let's start with the NFL. But actually, before we do that. Just before we do that, uh, we are looking yeah. for your NRL team. I put the call out at the start of the show, got a couple of texts through. You've still got about 10 or so minutes to get them through, but today's team that we're looking at is the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So South Sydney fans, 0457 736 736. Why'd you become a South fan? Convince Chris to become a South Sydney fan. If you're not a South fan, give us some pros and cons of why Chris should or shouldn't be a South Sydney fan, and we'll see if South Sydney is a candidate. So get those texts coming in now. Got about 10 more minutes, 0457 736 736. Now to the football. Big weekend coming up, first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Yeah, let's just start. uh, Let's just go down the list of games um, in the NFL this weekend. We'll start Saturday afternoon right out of the gate. We've got two of the best stories in the NFL this mm. year. We've got C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, who a year ago, the Texans were a three-win team. Mm. They were awful. Mm. They've gone from that. They mm. fired their coach. Mm. They hired D'Amico Ryan. Mm. They, draft, they had C.J. Stroud drop into their lap mm. in the draft. Mm. They won the AFC South, and they will be hosting a playoff game Saturday afternoon against Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Joe Flacco is a redemption story in and of himself. Mm. Ten years ago, he won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Got a massive parlay, that a great playoff run into a massive contract and could never match 
what he did in that Super Bowl run. Two months ago, Joe Flacco was sitting on the couch at home on Sundays watching football games on TV instead of playing in them. Browns had quarterback issues, had quarterback injury issues. They pick up the phone, make the phone call, bring him in, and he's gone 4-1. and one. Coming in as the starter in Cleveland, Very and nice. they're they're in the playoffs. So, like I said, two of the best stories in the in the NFL right now are those two guys, and they're going head to head on Saturday afternoon. I uh, CJ Stroud's going to be Rookie of the Year. D'Amico Ryan's I think should be Coach of the Year. Mm. Although Cleveland's Kevin Stefanski's going to have something to say about that. But yeah, that's the that's the way the wild Super Wild Card weekend starts. Second game mm. Saturday night. You talk about the weather. Yes. We, we will mention the weather. Uh, first of all, this is, this is going to be a, a, a historic game for mm. the NFL. Mm. Uh, the 3C Kansas City Chiefs, they're hosting Miami. Mm. Uh, this will be the first time an NFL playoff game will be exclusively streamed. Ah. It is on not what? being broadcast on linear television. It is being streamed on Peacock. Peacock, which is NBC's uh, streaming mm. service. Yeah, that see that see NBC that's interesting, and that uh, and and that uh, is not a chat for now because we're a bit pushed for time if we talk about it now. But it might be something we talk about next week about the way, uh, and we don't have it here as such yet. Although we do with the A League and, and various other sports being uh, done on Paramount and places like that. But the NRL AFL not into mm. the streaming world yet, still available on pay TV and free to air. But yeah, that's interesting. That, that very intriguing to see how that goes. The griping has begun. I now, can they imagine did a, Pe- a peacock exclusive two days before Christmas. The mm. NFL did. Mm. Uh, and there was griping, even though NBC promoted this for a month, mm. they've been promoting this game for a month. Mm. No doubt Saturday night, there will be people going, where's the game? NBC's yep. been telling you for a month, it's on Peacock. Sign up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to pay mm. a little bit of money mm. for it. Mm. But I, I, I don't have to pay anymore because I already have Peacock for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So I'm good there. I'll get to watch it. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Uh, it's the Tyreek Hill revenge tour is yep. what it's going to be because Tyreek Hill was wide receiver in Kansas City. Uh they didn't want to pay him. They traded him to Miami, mm. and he's uh, gone for 1,700 receiving yards in back-to-back years. Mm. And, oh, by the way, Kansas City doesn't have anybody who can catch a football whatsoever. Mm. And the weather. Yes. Mention the weather in yep. Sydney. It's mm. very nice down there. No, uh, if, you want mm. to, if you need to cool off, Dan, mm. Kansas City Saturday night might be the place to be. Mm. Kickoff temperature at 7 p.m. local time yeah. is going to be minus 16 Celsius. Well, can I tell you that uh, compared to this studio at the moment, that actually sounds all right. Sounds quite refreshing. So I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. It's a bit nippy, a bit cold, but that's that's okay. Uh, what about the other games across the weekend, mate? Yeah, three on Sunday. Uh, speaking of weather, they're talking winds, sustained winds, forty to fifty k's. Dust up to 70 in Buffalo for the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. We'll see if Mason Rudolph can keep his uh, keep his run going for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bills, of course, won the AFC Championship or AFC East Championship on Sunday night. Mm. Uh, they get to host the game in Buffalo. It's going to be another miserable weather game. Which is listen, Buffalo. You're never gonna. It's never going to be confused for Bali. No, Buffalo will never be confused there. 
No, uh, so it's going to be miserable. Can... It's going mm. to be windy. Mm. The Steelers have issues because T.J. Watt, their star defensive end, has been ruled out for the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. In fact, his brother, J.J., uh, who retired recently from the NFL, great uh, defensive lineman in his own right, put out a tweet uh, with, with his, him in Steeler gear going, think anybody would notice? Yes. <laughs> if he were to come back and play in TJ's place for the Steelers mm-hmm. on Sunday afternoon, but that's the early game Sunday. Middle game, uh, you got the Packers and Cowboys will be playing in the playoffs for the ninth time in history. Yep. Uh, the series, by the way, between the two in the playoffs, four and four. Mm-hmm. This dates back to 1966, this playoff history between the two. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys, the two seed, the NFC, they host Green Bay, who snuck into the playoffs in the last game of the season. Uh, best, the best potential story Sunday night in Detroit, the three C Lions hosting their first playoff game in 30 years. And, and there is a potential for a complete pro wrestling heel turn on the level of Hollywood Hogan because their opponent Sunday night, their former quarterback who is a, who is beloved in the city of Detroit, yep. Matthew Stafford comes back as a member of the LA Rams and I could totally see Matthew Stafford in the first playoff game in Detroit in 30 years doing a, doing a Hogan leg drop, throwing for 370 yards and five touchdowns mm-hmm. as the Rams beat Detroit in their first playoff game in Detroit in 30 years. And then Monday night, the Titanic-esque Eagles, they go to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. I have no faith in either one of these teams. <laughs> Because the Buccaneers the last two weeks didn't look good. They lost to New Orleans, should have lost to Carolina last week. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles, after starting 10-1, and they became the first team to do that and finish with 11 or fewer wins mm-hmm. since the 1986 New York Jets. I mean, the Eagles, they, they've hit the iceberg. Their fans are they're, they're just waiting for the inevitable sinking at this point. You can hear. Eagles fans are. And there's talk. There's talk. There's rumblings out of Philadelphia that 11 months after making the Super Bowl, Big Sirianni's on the hot seat mm. as coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, which is crazy to think about. But yep. the city of brotherly love, there is no love when you're losing. Uh, no, uh, no, never is much love when you're uh, losing anywhere, uh, Chris. Uh, you can hear the excitement in your voice. A text before a break up oh. from Steve the Collerton Bulldog says, Good morning, Dan and Chris. Question without notice, Chris, why was the Michigan coach suspended yeah. at the start of the season? Cheers, Steve the Collerton Bulldog. Oh, yeah. The, uh, actually, Jim Harbaugh was suspended twice. And congrats to Harbaugh. Hail to the conquering heroes. The Michigan Wolverines, they won the national championship on Monday night. But Jim Harbaugh was suspended twice. He was suspended for the first three games of the regular season and for the last three games of the regular season for two different reasons. The last three games was because of the Connor Stallion sign-stealing scandal. And, boy, that is a tongue twister to try to get out on live radio. (laughs) The first suspension was dated back to the COVID era, back Mm. to COVID, and there were some recruiting violations alleged uh, that Michigan committed during non-contact periods. There was impermissible contact, and, and there was something about a cheeseburger. Uh, but he wound up getting suspended for three games. I don't understand. I don't understand the whole cheeseburger part, but that that was mentioned cheeseburger. In, in some of the reporting. It, uh, yeah, NCAA, NCAA is weird. 
Mm. You know, it's funny, I, in the uh, Uber on my way here this morning, I was chatting to, we were, uh, guy picked me up, loves sport, we were chatting about sport during the COVID time and with the Olympics coming up this year as well, how, how different things were, and let's hope we never go back, COVID obviously uh, over and done with but to the most part, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't uh, you don't want to be going back to those uh, times at all, but we were having a big chat about it, it was very no. interesting, and to see how far the world has come in, what, three years uh, since the last Olympics. Uh, have you, just very quickly, have you got anything else on football before we go to the break? Yeah, on the football, no. We, we've got basketball. We're basketball. Talk a yes, basketball we'll do basketball. Yep. Cool. Well. Yep. We, we, we have the most epic rant, I think, in NBA history. All, all we'll right. get to hear it next. Yes, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, and one final call, one last chance. Stack of texts have come in whilst we've been talking, Chris, but you've got the length of the next break to get them in. South Sydney. Are they a potential candidate for Chris to support? Last chance. South Sydney fans, text through. Tell us why you're a South fan. Why did you become a South fan? And what is so good about being a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan? Convince Chris for many reasons on why you could become a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. And for people that are listening that are not South fans, text through. Give Chris some reasons, some pros, some cons on why he should or shouldn't be a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. We get his verdict on the other side of this break. 0457 736 736. Get your text in now. Good to be with you on this Thursday morning breakfast with Trent Copeland. Jaleesa Apps not too far away, but for now, Chris Perkins still on the line. Now, Chris, we'll play that basketball audio shortly, but are you ready to hear about the South Sydney Rabbitohs? I am, and I'm, I'm curious about this because this is your blood rival. Yes, so there has been, I was going to mention that, there's been a couple of Roosters and Sex 3 that we'll get to in just a second. But look, I'll give you some facts about South Sydney, then I'll read the stack of texts that have come in. Okay. Uh, so basically, before, if you've just tuned in, first time listening to the show, your candidates so far, the Tigers, the Bulldogs, the Dolphins, and Manly. So South Sydney, this is the last team outside of last year's top eight that we are looking at. We go into the top eight next week. So, South Sydney, Chris, bit of facts about them before I read these texts. Uh, they've been, well, they were a foundation club since 1908. They did miss two years, unfortunately, uh, 2000 and 2001, but they're back into the competition now. They are the team that have won the most premierships, though. So, they've won 21 premierships uh, quickly through the years. Just note these down, uh, Chris. 1908, 1909... 1914, 1918, 1925, 26, 27, 28, 29. Very successful run there. Then 1931, 32. Yep. Then a bit of a break to 1950, 51, was their last premiership. Last year uh, looked like world beaters in the middle of the season and then failed to make the finals, unfortunately, for all their fans. So that is just a bit of background on South Sydney. But here's some text to help you decide. Are you ready for these? Go for it. Okay, Greenkeeping Rooster has texted in first. Now, there is a big rivalry between uh, Souths and Roosters fans. This is all banter. Hopefully no one takes it seriously. Uh, Greenkeeping Rooster kicks us off. Morning, Dan and Chris. There are no pros to being a Souths fan. 
you'll become angry and jealous. <laughs> you'll become angry and jealous towards the Roosters because the Roosters are a successful and far better quality of club to support. That from the Green Keeping Rooster. We'll look at the Roosters in a few weeks' time. Uh, this one from Big Ted listing in Auckland on the app. I'm definitely not a Rabbitohs fan, but to give Chris a bit of a heads up, the Bunnies or South Sydney. The one thing I know is that the red and green jersey with a bunny on it, the jersey is recognised all around the world. Uh, I'm In every continent, if you wear it, someone will want to let you know they uh, love the NRL and love South Sydney. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, uh, okay. and bo- uh, by- and Bugs Bunny always got Elmer Fudd. Both rabbits are pretty cool. Thank you. That was Big Ted on the app. Chookman says, "Hey Dan, if Chris has always teeth, teeth, he should give South some miss." Thank you. Um, this one says from Brady Owl says, "Hey Chris, uh, common theme here. Hey Chris, do you have any teeth missing? If you do, you should go for Souths, uh, the Homebush Bunnies." That from Brady. <laughs> That for Brad the Owl. This one from Rob. Dan, if Chris has one tooth in his mouth, then that then that's one too many to become a South supporter. Sorry. Oh, wow. That's from... Oh, that, that's cold. Yeah, that's from Robin Blacktown. couple more. Uh, morning, Dan. Can you tell Chris that he's much, uh, much more smarter and classier man than to follow Souths and the Rabbits or the Gollingwood Magpies? So there you go. That's a harsh text there from... Uh, Brett, thank you for that oh. one. Uh, this from Robbo. You can't have all your teeth if you support the bunnies. So choose them. You will need to remove two uh, from Robbo. And the final one, which is not really anything to do with South, but is correct, and it's a team we'll look at uh, leading up to the start of the season. If you're not a Panthers fan, you'll be disappointed every year, Tom from Penrith, which is probably fair. So there's those texts. I, I think, right now it is. think most of them... A fairly negative towards South Sydney, apart from Big Ted on the app. Didn't actually hear from any South Sydney fans, yeah. which was a bit disappointing, but that's okay. Um, might be asleep early on in the morning. From what I've told you, most successful club yeah. in rugby league history. Um, the last premiership, 2014, it's not that long ago. Are South Sydney going to be a candidate for you in 2024 and beyond? Yes or no? Well, I've got to ask. I've yeah. got to ask real quick. Why? Why Rabbitohs? Is it just a cooler sounding name than Rabbits? Uh, well, so they are called the South City Rabbitohs, but they're called the Rabbits. They're called a lot of. They're called a lot of things. That people you can uh, probably gauge I, from from I, those. I was t- just. I, I I was just wondering: Is a rabbito like a different breed, like a cousin of the regular uh, rabbit? This is a special. See, you see, you're asking me questions about animals that I don't really know, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's a unique. It, it is a unique name. Mm-hmm. There, there's obviously a heated rivalry. Yes, and, and it gets a little personal at times. Yes, and, and I did have a little bit of dental work done last week. Oh, oh, so, oh here we go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, and yeah, they are your blood enemy. Well. As the Roosters fans. Yes, as, as Roosters they, fans, they yeah. Absolutely, they mm. absolutely positively have to be a candidate. Yes, I thought you would say that. I, I thought when I messaged you, just yeah. uh, just letting people know a bit about uh, behind the scenes, I messaged Chris yesterday. I said, you're all good, and we'll be looking at South Sydney. And I told him 
that South's where the Roosters rivalry. And I think, you know, that would be good for this show. Have a Roosters fan, although I'm very unbiased on the show, and a Souths fan. So there you go. So South Sydney uh, go in along the Tigers, the with the Tigers, the Dogs, the Dolphins, and Manly as a candidate to be Chris Perkins' team next week. We are going to look at the Canberra Raiders, uh, which is interesting. The Roosters will be the week after that, which I'm very intrigued to get your answer to as well. Thank you for all your texts. We'll do that uh, next week with the Canberra Raiders, and we'll go through all the teams. We've got eight teams to go and seven weeks until the season starts. So my, my maths, that doesn't quite work, but we'll uh, figure out a way to uh, get them all. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. Exactly. Uh, Yeovil Treeman says, Hi, Dan. A rabbit was an older-day rabbit seller. So sold rabbits. There you go. Thank you, Yoval Treatment. They, they, you learn oh, something every day. You learn okay. something every day. Uh, now, uh, we want to get to this audio. Smartest audience in radio. Yes, uh, gross, very smart. Listers are the best researchers. We're doing this, by the way, for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. All right, Chris, you want to play us some audio? Let's get to it. Let's tell, tell us what it's about first. Yeah, uh, the LA Lakers beat the Toronto Raptors last night, 132-131 in, uh, in Los Angeles last night. Mm. Uh, Raptors head coach Darko Ryakovich, mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't pleased with some of the officiating. I, I can't do this justice, mm. so we'll, we'll, let you, we'll just let Darko take it away. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. That's 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 outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes? who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, the, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. Coach, do you feel like you're getting any explanations at all? That offensive foul, did you did you see like get any explanation? No, no, there is no explanation. They just they just come up there, they review what and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They they, they, they don't just want to protect us. Over again, they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we gonna supposed to play? It's happening a lot, but I'm telling our guys, be professional, keep fighting, keep going for the next one. But until when? For how long? Yeah, safe to say he wasn't happy, was he, Chris? (laughs) Uh, Words being heard at the uh, Toronto Raptors facility. Mr. Ryakovich, Mr. Silver on line two would Mm. like a word with you. 
Now I've got a couple of yeah I've got a couple wow. of questions for you. One on the text. We've got two minutes, so we're going to fly through this. Uh, this from two oh seven. Why are the Bucks struggling in the NBA since Christmas? Have like a thirty to forty percent win record. Uh, it's mid season, mm. and, and every team kind of goes through that lull. I haven't really followed them, mm-hmm. uh, but and, and they're still trying to integrate. Team Lillard in with Giannis and everybody, mm-hmm. but it's it's mid season and this is an eighty two game slog. A long, long, long season. Thank you for the text. Now I did ask you to do some homework, and we've got ninety seconds. Australian Open getting underway this weekend. Yeah. Do you have a tip on both the men's and women's side? Yeah, I saw the seedings. Uh, they they came out. Uh, Iga's top seed on the women's side. Mm-hmm. Djokovic is top seed on the men's side. I'm going with neither. Ooh, who are you going with? In my as my tips. Ooh. I am going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a little outside outside yep. the box here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the two seed Carlos Alcaraz on the men's Carlos side. Alcaraz, yes. Because I, I I hate going with the prohibitive favorite. I know mm-hmm. I'm probably going to lose my shirt on this one. Yep. Betting against Novak is never a good bet. No. Nope. On the women's side. I'm going to go a little deeper into the field. Yep. I'm going to go Jessica Pagula, the five seed. Yeah, that's not a bad show. I think she's going to make a run. I think she's going to make a run. She's been playing well. She's had deep runs in in majors before. I think this might be the one. All right. Well, she gets over the top. So, and I'll give you a bonus one. Yep. Uh, Naomi Osaka to make the quarterfinals. Osaka quarterfinals. Okay, I've written all of that down. I have taken a photo of it. We'll revisit it in a fortnight or earlier if those players go out early in the tournament. Right. Uh, mate, thank you very much for your help today, this week. As always, we'll chat next week. Enjoy all the NFL first round of the playoffs, and we'll come back and wrap it all up on Tuesday morning when we speak next. Sounds good. Have a good weekend. Uh, you too. Chris Perkins on the line from America. So South Sydney, a candidate for Chris Perkins uh, to be his team for 2024 and beyond. Next week, we look at the Canberra Raiders. Uh, more text to finish off the show in just a sec. It's 10 to 6 in New South Wales, 10 to 5 in Queensland. We do that for the Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation and power without limits. Uh, thank you to the Big G. Thank you to Brett. And also thank you to, no name, but 858 on the text, all explaining uh, that the Rabbitohs comes from selling rabbits in earlier times. A man used to walk through the streets uh, selling rabbits. So thank you for that. Big G has also said on the text this morning, Morning, Dan, I'm hearing all these changes at the Tigers and hope for their fans uh, it is su- uh, success, but still believe no matter what they do, their biggest mistake was basing themselves out at Campbelltown. Interesting. Cheers. The Big G. Thank you for that big g thank you for all your texts this morning uh being fun tomorrow on the show paul dennett will be with me in the studio looking forward to that and we will talk football the epl uh, back underway this weekend unite round in sydney as well we'll have john gallo on the line tomorrow morning to talk about all of that breakfast coming up after the news trend copeland jaleesa apps i will see you for the final one of the week tomorrow morning from 5 a.m 4 a.m in queensland have a great thursday